Next on BYU Sports Station, the coaching search goes full throttle for BYU football. Who gets your endorsement, and how well do you know all of the candidates? BYU All-American, former NFL, and current CFL wide receiver Austin Collie joins us live. And what does he think about the BYU-Utah showdown in Vegas? Plus the Twitter ninja, BYU basketball assistant Terry Nashif. And it's jamming with Jeff Judkins how he helped BYU women's hoops pull off a major upset. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Brian Logan. BYU Sports Station live in Radio Vision for the 600th time. Presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tuesday, December 8th, wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with car salesman in training, Brian Logan. All right, no, man, not a sales guy. You're I, not a sales guy? I'm not a sales guy. I just, people just like me. There's a difference. <laughs> There's a difference, man. Okay, by the way, did you see Bronco Mendenhall's new video with the University of Virginia with him saying, I'm a Wahoo? I didn't see that one. You with know, the Cavalier mascot behind him? I didn't see that. <laughs> What I what I saw was him walking into the room with the players, and you know they clapped and they sat down. And he kind of was just silent and kind of looked back and forth and scanned. It's probably like a thirty second clip, and uh, it just gave me goosebumps all over again, man. Um, and then I started crying. So yeah, how long did that last? Uh, uh, one tier is approximately thirteen point five seconds. So yeah, mm. the reality of all of this really hasn't set in for me. Because it's yeah. like, ah, oh, he's still coaching the bowl game. I, th- I think when the first time I look on that BYU sideline and Bronco Mendenhall is not there, then it will be like, wow. Yeah, it's going to be weird. This is a reality. It's going to be weird, yeah. One of his former players, Austin Colley, will join us shortly on BYU Sports Nation. Apparently, he has gotten into the fashion side of things, business, and has released or is releasing Magic Happens t-shirts. Magic Happens. Hilarious. Would you buy one? Yeah, I'd buy one. I'd buy one. Actually, you know what? If I was the new coach, um, I would probably have I, – I would buy some for all the players and make them all wear it every game. Magic happens. What's hilarious That's is what I would do. Utah fans were trolling Austin for doing this, naturally, as they should. Yeah. Okay? Uh-huh, yeah. And then he responded with a picture of a T-shirt that was made by Utah fans that said – quote, Max Hall hates me, <laughs> and said, oh, yeah, you guys clearly would never do something like this. You know, the, I think the biggest, the, the funniest tweet that I saw uh, when the, the news broke that Coach Menal was, was leaving, or, or excuse me, not leaving, but uh, when, when BYU's playing Utah was, please let Max Hall run out the flag. That was the funny, I saw that and was in tears. <laughs> Please make that happen. Here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. As the BYU head coaching search continues, multiple sources out of Seattle have confirmed Tom Holmo has contacted Seahawks offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel. We will mention the other reports in just a moment. The Las Vegas Bowl announced yesterday that the general public tickets for the December 19th game versus Utah have been sold out! No, to nobody's surprise anywhere. Mm-hmm. The BYU men's basketball team back to work tomorrow at home. Another in-state game with Utah State. That game will be aired on BYU TV and BYU Radio starting at 9 p.m. Eastern. 
BYU golf head coach Bruce Brockbank was inducted in the Golf Coaches Association of America Hall of Fame last night in Las Vegas. Congratulations, Bruce. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Rumors, sources, and speculation all on the coaching carousel. Tom Homo, BYU Athletic Director, sent out the following tweet late last week after news broke that Bronco Mendenhall was leaving BYU football to coach the University of Virginia. And I quote, Thank you for all of the good thoughts expressed today. We will find a great coach, the right coach, for a new era of BYU football. Go Cougs. End quote. Can you imagine what his Twitter mentions were like? Yeah, I would have just turned it off. <laughs> I, would, I, I probably would have turned my phone off for a nice little minute. You know what? I would actually have a backup phone in situations like this if I was if I was Tom. You know, your business phone, then you have your personal phone. Make sure you don't get blown up with notifications and text messages and all that stuff. Since Tom sent out that tweet, a whirlwind of hearsay, speculation, Rumors, whatever you want to call it, have run wild about who the next BYU football coach will be. With different people citing inside sources, Brian. Some credible Mm. and some not so credible. Those those things. My sources are telling me. Yeah. My uncle's cousin's neighbor's sister's wife said. Everybody's trying to corner the market on, look at me. I'm connected. I'm on the inside. But you know what? We have gone through all of that, and we have compiled a list of the most sound reports stemming from what we believe are legit news sources, starting with this. Jay Drew of the Salt Lake Tribune, BYU beat reporter, says that Kelly Papinga and Nick Howell are going with Bronco Mendenhall to Virginia. Hmm. Very, very interesting. Then he continues with this. If Robert and I doesn't get the head coaching job at BYU, he is likely headed to Virginia, that makes sense to me. That's I mean, it's pretty pretty interesting. I, I, why wouldn't you take as a defensive coach your defensive guys? I mean, those are two guys in 2010 that came up from graduate assistants and and been solid coaches ever since. Why not take your you know younger proteges with you? Then there is this multiple multiple reports out of Seattle, Fox News, Seattle Times saying Daryl Bevel, the offensive coordinator of the Seahawks, has been contacted. Pete Carroll, the head coach, was asked about it, and he said, I didn't even know the job was open to BYU. But then he said he'd be a great coach, so he gave his endorsement. Yeah, yeah, he's a good coach. I don't really like him on my style. You guys can have him. Yeah, he's great, wonderful. I think that would still be a good move, especially for recruiting, though, for a head coach to look at a recruit and say, hey, I've been at this level, I have – uh, um, experience. I have connections of getting you to the NFL. I, I, that's that's why I like Daryl Bevel. Third, Bill Riley of ESPN 700 in Salt Lake City reporting that Robert Anai and Kalani Sataki, the defensive coordinator at Oregon State and former BYU player, are the top two candidates for the BYU head coaching job. Hmm. Interesting. Am I surprised that all of these reports? Differ and are just no, kind of yeah, out there everywhere. All yep, everywhere. Then there's this Kyle Gunther of thirteen twenty K fan in Salt Lake City, former player at Utah for Kyle Whittingham, says that Coach Witt is a serious candidate for the BYU job. It's all over the place. Citing man. two coaches that know Kyle Whittingham really well have told me that he absolutely is a legitimate candidate. Yeah, I talked to those two Pee Wee football coaches that know Kyle. You know they have. Uh, 
uh, church and and whatnot with him. Said that, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> pretty serious, bro. It's I I get a kick out of this. This is funny, man. I it's, get a kick out. It's of fun it. though. It's fun and exciting to see you know all these rumors and reports going around because you, you you really don't know which are are true, which to trust. Um, so you kind of just got to sit back and 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 just soak it all in, soak in the moment and the excitement. Our Twitter question today is a doozy, Brian. Who is your ideal choice as the next BYU football head coach? Told you it was good. At P. Kelly 926, first tweet and says, Sataki, because he's up and coming with something to prove, can recruit, and knows defense. All I've heard about that guy is he's an unbelievable recruiter. Recruit, yeah, recruiting. Recruiting is huge, man. Oh, it's almost everything in our day and age. Can you go and get the best guys? Okay, so that said... More importantly than who you want, Brian, yeah. what do you want in a coach? I, I think I, I'm, I'm with the, the last tweet. I, I want somebody that can go and recruit. I, I think that's been BYU's biggest struggle uh, in, in the last few years. I, I think it's uh, – or, or I would say – 10 years or maybe since Coach Mendenhall has been here. I think the last few years, though, um, it's been on the uprise, you know, getting talented guys like a Fred Warner, for example. Um, uh, you know, you look at Jamal, you look at Taysom. So it's, it's definitely uh, in, enhancing. But I want somebody that can go out, and it doesn't matter if they're Mormon, black, white, yellow, brown, or purple – you know, if if they're Christian, LDS, not what doesn't doesn't really matter. That can go and sit down in a kid's living room and bring them to to, to BYU. So it, it has to start with getting talented players. So somebody that can recruit is would be my number one thing that I would look for. Well, the factor that really matters is that the person does have to be an active LDS member, at least the head coaching candidate his coordinators however can go and do that and help out with recruiting so what staff would that person bring i want somebody that brings discipline to byu you have you have to have it you've got to have a guy that can come in and get the most out of his players because they are disciplined on a regime and ready to go to work each and every day yeah it'd be nice to be to have discipline players and not see 40 yard touchdowns ran by quarterbacks that run four nines so not that that number one for me is a guy that can come in and just get the most out of the players that he's got with discipline of the names being thrown about as possible candidates for BYU's head coaching job interestingly enough it's Utah's head coach Kyle Whittingham that has the most experience which brings us to our stat of the day it's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Kyle Whittingham has a 94-46 and 46 record in 11 years as Utah's head coach. Listen to this, Brian. It includes an 8-1 and one bowl game record. Soon to be 8-2. and two. Oh! Boom! I had to throw that in there. How well do you know each of these candidates? Maybe you've done some Wikipedia searching, some Google <laughs> searching. If you haven't, we got you covered. It's time to play Meet That Coaching Candidate. Candidate number one. This former BYU defensive MVP and all-whack linebacker has spent the last two decades wearing red, including 11 as head coach. But does he still bleed blue? Kyle Whittingham. Oh, that is the question. Yes. For those saying, no way Whittingham leaves Utah. Look, he started at BYU. 
He was offered the head coaching job at BYU back in 2005, and yep. he's really good friends with Tom Homo. Yep. Kyle Whittingham is absolutely a potential candidate. Yeah, why Why wouldn't he be? Look what he's done at Utah, taking that program to the next level. And he's right up the street, man. Why would you not want somebody like Kyle? I think he's a good coach. He's Tom Homo's buddy. Best friends. They're BFS. Speed dial. Candidate number two. This former Rainbow Warrior quarterback has spent the past nine seasons at the helm of the Naval Academy. Maybe you've met him, but do you know him? Ken Niamatololo. Oh, snap. I see what you did there. (laughs) Talk about a guy who would be favored by leaders of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He was profiled in the film Meet the Mormons. Has had great success at Navy, including this year. Had a fantastic... His team is ranked. And he's... Listen, Brian. You want discipline? Yeah. That's what I want? Yeah, that's what you want. You're coming from the Naval Academy. Yes, please. Yeah, I, I think it's a good – this is – that's a good choice right there with his background. He's been in the spotlight at a different uh, uh, university, so I think that's prepared him to take on a position in the spotlight like BYU. His son, Va'a, plays linebacker for BYU. Candidate number three. This BYU national champion and two-time BYU offensive coordinator is also fantastic with a Samoan fire knife. Meet Robert and I. Do you think he puts that, <laughs> you think he puts that on his resume? Hey, I would love, love, love for Coach Anai to be the head coach. If really? I was, if I was a player, I'm saying if I was a player, that this is the reason why he's just hilarious, man. When when he comes into meetings or even on practice, at practice we 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 always joking how he says you need to go and get some courage and go talk to the wizard and all this stuff. It would be hilarious, <laughs> you know, after a game or you know a big meeting or whatever to hear just some of those punchlines. Uh, I, but I, I, aside from that, I mean, this is somebody that understands the culture. He's been here for, it's, it seems like, forever um, and, and understands just the, the culture That's and the, the way of life. the reality of it. If yep. you don't want a ton of turnover and you want the program to continue in the current state, Robert and I, is he's the easy choice right there because yep. he's it's continuity. Yep. Candidate number four. Although this next candidate played fullback at BYU, he's a defensive-minded kind of guy. Meet Kalani Sataki. The young up-and-comer who was a star as the defensive coordinator under Kyle Whittingham at Utah, went to Oregon State over the past year, and reportedly is very interested in the job at BYU. Kalani Sataki, Brian. I like Kalani uh, just because of the, the defensive-mindedness that he brings I don't even know if that's a word that he would bring over to to the program just to keep that fire going uh, from uh, a, a coach Mendenhall standpoint, um, and then just recruiting, right? That that's again we 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 talked about him earlier um, and the Polynesian pipeline that he can bring over. So yeah, I think it's a good choice as well. Let's go to the Northwest for candidate number five. He started four years as a quarterback at Wisconsin has spent, and has spent the last fifteen in the NFL as a QB coach and an offensive coordinator. Oh, yeah, and he's a Super Bowl champion. Daryl Bevel. Probably should have been a Super Bowl champion twice. Mm-hmm. Hand the ball off, man. No, I like I like Dude, Bevel. He's legit, man. He is. No, he is. I, I, I like him. But the biggest thing, again, I said the recruiting aspect, I can get you to that next level uh, just because of those connections. I've been there. I've done that. Played oh, yeah, look at my time ring. college football, has a Super Bowl ring, coaching Russell Wilson right now under Pete Carroll. You think that guy's connected? And the last but not least, 
He's been called a recruiting genius and is currently the director of defense at your Pac-12 champion Stanford Cardinal. Here's Lance Anderson. This is a guy that's been plucking some of the top talent from Utah, Brian, to come out to Palo Alto. This dude can recruit, and his defense, are you kidding me? Stanford, year in and year out, one of the toughest defenses in the country. There we go. That would make him my number one, I guess. Lance Anderson. Right? I would say probably Kyle. Kyle Whittingham would probably be my number one. Conversation happening right now on Twitter. Chime in using the hashtag BYUSN. Up next, magic happens on BYUSN (laughs) with BYU All-American and current CFL wide receiver standout Austin Colley. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio, moving pictures on BYU TV. Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation like you don't already and use the hashtag (laughs) BYUSN. Tomorrow night, BYU Hoops returns to the Marriott Center as the Cougars host in-state rival Utah State at 9 p.m. Eastern. That game will be broadcast live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Are you on that? Oh, yes, I will be on the sideline. Oh, sideline, okay. Be on the sideline. Dave McCann, Blaine Fowler there. Hey, our Twitter question today, who is your ideal choice as the next BYU football head coach? At SA underscore BYU fan. This is SA for San Antonio. Says, Greg Popovich. <laughs> oh, see, nah, see, I'm just done now. <laughs> coach of the Spurs. Mm. Although a basketball coach gets best out of players, great tactician, rival Saban in interview <laughs> answers. <laughs> Okay, I like that. Uh, I like that one. Well played, San Antonio BYU fan. Joining us now on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline is former BYU All-American, current CFL wide receiver standout Austin Colley. Austin, welcome back to the show. How you guys doing? We're good. I don't think you get enough credit for your sense of humor, man, because yesterday when I saw that you were pursuing the Magic Happens t-shirts, I stood up and applauded. When, when did that become a, a real thing? Uh... Yesterday, <laughs> I, I uh, was just driving. And thought you know, thought it'd be a good idea. I am, I'm uh, working with uh, Cognitive FX down there in, in Orem, Utah. The uh, uh, a concussion clinic or cognitive clinic uh, run by Dr. Alina Fong, and and, uh, and I've been using them for a while. And uh, you know, it, it's treatment that's not covered by insurance. And, uh, you know, some people can't afford it. And, uh, you know, it's just a good way to kind of raise money for those that can't afford it and get their treatment. Because there's a lot of people out there that have had, uh, you know, uh, traumatic brain injuries that, that need the help. Good stuff, man. Good good that that is going towards a cost. Uh, Austin, how how have the Utah fans responded to, to your tweets? I was looking through your feed earlier. I didn't even – I don't even follow you. I got to follow you. Uh, but it doesn't look like you're going uh, into too many wars. How's that uh, been so far? Good. You know, I, I think that's. Uh, <laughs> I think that's what's uh, kind of nice about not uh, uh, being relevant anymore. You, you know, not, not too many people pay attention. So, uh, uh, except for BYU fans. So it's. Uh, uh, you know, I, I haven't got much slack for it. Now that you've had a few days to process the BYU-Utah-Vegas Bowl matchup, what are your thoughts on the first-ever neutral site bowl game matchup between the two longtime rivals? You know, I was, I, I was excited when I heard about it just because, you know, I, I was sad to see that game go. Um, 
Uh, that game is uh, probably one of the most underrated rivalries in the, in the country. You know, I mean, obviously you have your Michigan, Ohio State, and and the others, but you know, I, I think this is one of the biggest rivalries in, in the country. And uh, just because we're so close um, geographically, and and uh, uh, you know, you got fans throughout the state. So, Austin, if you could have picked any team in the Pac-12 uh, prior to, to, to this announcement, uh, who would you have gone with? As far as, like, my preference of playing? Right, yep. Oh, Utah. No question about it. Why? Because, I, you know, yeah. I, 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 it is such an exciting game. You know, I, I can uh, – you can just already – you know, my wife has an Instagram. I, I you know, I follow, uh, you know, other people on Twitter, and, and, and I think everybody's excited to see these two teams play again. What's your greatest individual memory from the rivalry games that you played in against Utah? Um, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, that is a, a fourth down pass from Max. You know, I mean, that was uh, that was something that was uh, you know pretty awesome. I think I think all the fans remember it, and uh, you know that that was kind of the game that gave us the, the Mount West Conference Championship. What were you thinking on that play when you got behind the last level of defense? Uh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> how, am I, how am I this open? That's yep. your, your thoughts were? Yep. Uh, Austin, you said that this is probably the most underrated uh, rivalries in, in the nation. Um, if, if you had an opportunity to, to talk to um, all uh, football fans right now to make the case of why they should tune in uh, uh, to, to ABC on December 19th, what would you say? I would say you're going to get a game. It doesn't matter how good the, you know, the opposing team is or, or how good we are. It, uh, it always is a great game. It always comes down to the wire. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, you're going to get two teams that, uh, you know, that are going to play their hearts out. Let's rewind to last Friday. You hear the news that your former head coach, Bronco Mendenhall, is leaving BYU to take over responsibilities for Virginia. What was the first thing that went through your mind? Um, I was shocked, to be honest with you. I, I, um, you know, I, I, thought, I thought Bronco was going to be there for a long, long time. Um, but uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I think... I think he's going to be extremely successful over there in Virginia, you know, and I think that's it's a big time opportunity for him. And uh, you know, uh, I, honestly, I think he's, he's he's going to do a phenomenal job over there. What kind of legacy do you think Bronco will leave behind here at BYU? Um, that the guy wins, you know. Um, I mean. Uh, you can say what you want about him, but I mean the guy. The guy won ball games, and that's what every team. You know, didn't matter uh, who we had. You know, he, he taught, taught us uh, taught us players how to win. Let's say you're in the war room with Tom Homo right now, discussing candidates for the next BYU head coach. What characteristics are you looking for in hiring a new coach at BYU specifically? Um. question i mean obviously obviously you know a coach that has a winning mentality um um 
I mean, that, that's it. You know, that's, I mean, I think that's all you care about is players winning. You know, that, I mean, that's, um, uh, you know, uh, having the the mindset that he can take a team to, to you know, BCS, you know, uh, or the BCS playoff, you know, and have a chance to uh, compete for the title. So, um and I think that's kind of all it comes down to is a guy that that, uh, that has that mentality and, and that confidence that it can happen, you know, because that uh, that type of confidence kind of rubs off on the players. Austin, if you were the head coach, what's the first thing you think you would do uh, coming into the program? I don't know. That's why I'll never be that good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that honest answer. And that's, that's, it takes a very special mentality to coach a Division I football program or any football program for that matter. We're talking with Austin Colley on the Desert First Credit Union Hotline, BYU All-American, and just wrapped up his first season in the CFL. Speaking of Austin, how was that first season playing north of the border after uh, you played a few years in the NFL? Uh, it was fun, man. It was, it was definitely different, but it was uh, it was fun. Um, you know, I, I had buddies up there. You know, I had John up there. It was fun playing with John and, and just kind of talking football. And and uh, also, had you know, one of my other good buddies, uh, Lavelle Hawkins, up there. And um, you know, it was just tough just because I was without you know my family for so long. But um, it was uh, it was fun. Austin, do you think that you will uh, continue to pursue the NFL, or is uh, the CFL something that is looking a little bit more long term? Well, it's uh, to be honest with you, I, 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 this wasn't a, a decision to continue. You know, as far as I'm concerned, the NFL, you know, knowing this, or I, I knew this last year, but the NFL's gone. You know, it's it's not uh, it's not going to happen. Um, and and I was perfectly fine with that last year. I you know I I went up to play in the CFL just to have fun. You know, throw the ball around. Um, you know, continue playing with a, a you know a competitive team and 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 uh, you know be in that competitive atmosphere in the, in the locker room. So um, you know, they, as far as I'm concerned, the NFL things was long gone a couple of years ago. Follow him at AK Colley underscore 17, Austin Colley with us on BYU Sports Nation. You mentioned your family and being away from them in the CFL, that's certainly hard. So however long your football career does continue north of the border, what's your plan after football ends, Austin? Um, go to school. You know, right now I'm going to school and, and uh, you know, hopefully uh, you know, finish that up as soon as possible. And uh, I'm also, like I said, I'm also working with uh, Dr. Alina Fong down there at the Cognitive FX Clinic, um, just kind of helping people, you know, recover from uh, traumatic brain injuries. And, and those uh, who've had, you know, chemotherapy and have, you know, chemo brain and whatnot, it's just something that obviously I can relate to, you know, as far as the uh, the traumatic brain injury goes, so. Well, one, we want one of those T-shirts on the set here, so that's going to happen. And two, whether you like it or not, because of what you've done, you know that there are going to be people clamoring for you to coach at some point, right? <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> He's resolute. Austin, great to talk to you. We appreciate the time, and uh, congratulations on your recent success in the CFL. All right, thank you. Austin Colley on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Okay, so the NFL... In his mind, it's done. 
It's yeah. over. Yeah, it's that's I mean it's pretty pretty interesting uh to hear that, especially that the fact that he knew, you know, that it was it was already long gone. So up next, a man who has been dubbed the Twitter ninja on BYU Sports Nation. BYU men's basketball assistant Terry Nashif. What does he like most about his team right now? And how do those yellow seats feel, Terry? Aren't they super comfy? (laughs) (laughs) This is BYU Sports Nation. He just asks, where's the cup holder? (laughs) BYU Sports Nation brought to you in part by the Cougar Club, supporting BYU's 623 student-athletes. Welcome to the club. BYU TV will be live in Vegas to cover the BYU-Utah matchup in the Vegas Bowl. Stay tuned to BYU Sports Nations for further broadcast details as we get closer. I sense a road trip. I think I'm going there, too. Mm, We'll see. Mm -hmm. Let's refresh today's (laughs) BYUSN headlines. As the head coaching search continues, multiple sources out of Seattle have confirmed Tom Holmo has contacted Seahawks offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel. That really shouldn't be a surprise because automatically he popped up on the list of available candidates. We will mention others throughout the weeks and continue our speculation fun on BYU Sports Nation. The Las Vegas Bowl announced yesterday that the general public tickets for the December 19th game versus Utah have been sold out Again, to nobody's surprise anywhere. <laughs> the BYU men's basketball team back to work tomorrow at home in the Marriott Center as they host in-state rival Utah State. That game will be broadcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio starting at 9 p.m. Eastern. BYU golf head coach Bruce Broadbank was inducted in the Golf Coaches Association of America Hall of Fame last night in Las Vegas. Congrats, coach. Yeah, congrats to Bruce Brockbank. And I, I need to know, our next guest in studio, by the way, was kind enough to join us at first in the mustard seats that used to <laughs> exist in the Marriott Center and has now ascended the throne. Terry, welcome back, man. Thanks, guys. It's good to be back. It's good to be here with Brian. Two yeah. for three, man. That's, Brian's yeah. been here twice out of my three times, so it's, it's good. I knew it was going to be a good day when I heard Jerem was out. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jerem is... Uh... Is, is nervous or scared when you come oh for some goodness. reason. I don't no, know. He got scared because I told him he was going to have a competition with Spencer, and then next thing I knew, he's like, I'm actually not going to be there. So. <laughs> I'm actually, I actually think I'm going to be sick that day. Yeah, that, that I'm going to be sick that day. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, a couple of things. We were just talking about Bruce Brockbank. Do you play golf? I play a little bit of golf. Coach Brockbank is, is unbelievable. His swing's unbelievable, he's, and he's even better of a guy. He's, he's awesome. Okay, and second thing is, do you, are you aware that you've been dubbed the Twitter Ninja before you heard me say that? I just heard that now, and so uh, I'm excited about it. Do you know why? <laughs> I don't. Because you're sneaky good. Sneaky good, all right. Sneaky good I need to pick Twitter. up my game. I've been quiet lately. Sneaky good, sneaky good well, it's like you're It's like you're in the middle of a season or something. Exactly, but I, there'll be a giveaway tomorrow. We've been good on uh, giveaways on game day, so got to okay. keep that up. Okay, I was about to ask you what your message for the absentee uh co-host jerem jordan was but you've already given us that oh yeah he's uh he's received that message loud and clear <laughs> hopefully hopefully i had a shooting shirt you're gonna, gonna compete but uh we'll do that next time okay okay if you were putting together a scouting report for your team after seven games what would it say about byu a scouting report about byu yes uh slow us down in transition uh find a way to guard the posts um probably bring a monster here and there, change up defenses. That's what teams seem to do against us. Um, And then the biggest thing is try to uh, rebound the ball, try to out-rebound us. Coach, what did you take away from the Weber State game on Saturday uh, in terms of of helping your your team get better? I think that's a huge point you just made is getting better. I feel like we're getting better. And to go into that game, uh, neutral site core, we had a lot of fans there. 
um, without a couple of our mainline guys. It was a huge win for, for our players. Weber State's a terrific team. They're playing really well. You look at their numbers and it scares you. You watch them play and it scares you. And then to see our guys come out and find a way to win was, was huge for them. And I felt like we got better in that game. They had won five straight coming in, picked to win the big sky. So, yeah, they, they, and they have some absolute athletes. But now you don't have much time to revel in that victory because it's another in-state foe, Utah State, tomorrow. What kind of Aggie team do you expect tomorrow in the Marriott Center? You know, it's different. Uh, they're playing a little bit different than Coach Morrill. Usually when you play Weber State and Utah State back-to-back, you get a similar game. Usually when you watch them play and scout them play, it's kind of them going against each other, and it's, uh, it's different. They're, uh, they're playing different. They're scoring uh, in different ways, and they've got some really talented players. And so we'll, we'll be ready, but it is uh, different than we would normally see from a Utah State team. You know, there's a lot of different, I would say, activity going on with, with rivals. Um, you know, Utah, what happened with, with, with Nick a while ago, and, and now with you guys in, in Utah State, do you think that there is any – difference with uh, how the team or, or the program perceives Utah State versus versus Utah in that rivalry sense? I think that anytime you bring in a good basketball team that's had success against us and we've had success against them, you bring fans together from uh, close proximity, then there's going to be a, it's going to be a, a heated game and there's going to be some competition and the level of how hard everybody plays is just a little bit higher and our guys are going to be ready for that. And so we're excited about the game. We know what it means and uh, you need to play well against your in-state teams. I just ask because I, I can't see myself, you know, really getting that mad where I would throw a punch against Utah State. But Utah makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say, I will say this: we're, we're wearing the Royal Blues again tomorrow, nice. and uh, another in-state game, and they've been good to us so far. So I, I like the way they look, and the guys play well in them. So solid. Terry Nash, BYU basketball assistant coach, with us in Studio B on BYU Sports Nation. Between an emotional groundbreaking ceremony for the new Marriott Center Annex, the craziness up on the hill at the Huntsman Center with Nick and the suspension and that tough loss and the crazy comeback, and then all of this football news with Bronco Mendenhall leaving, and you got to, meanwhile, try and focus on basketball and just getting ready for the next game. What has the past week been like for you? Well, the biggest thing is wondering if I was still on the show because uh, I got invited last Wednesday, and then all this stuff went down. I thought, for sure, there's going to be someone else on here, but... <laughs> That has been the biggest thing this week, but <laughs> I'm here. It's on. No Jerem. You know, tons of twists and turns. I made it. I made it. Hey, we keep our priorities in a line, Terry. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, right. So with, with, with the season so far, uh, what aspects of, of this team are you most pleased with right now? You know, it's a, it's a young team when you look at it. You know, going out of last year, everyone says, how are you going to replace Tyler Haas? How are you going to place all this scoring out of these seniors? And uh, we're doing that, and it's a process, and we're getting better. I really feel like we're getting better. Our inside play is is uh, better. We're throwing it in there more. Uh, turnovers are an issue for us that we need to uh, to fix, and we're starting to do that. The interesting thing is the way that we're turning it over is different. You know, it's a lot of dead ball turnovers, three seconds, illegal screens, carries, charges, different things like that. And uh, we need to get better at that. And Coach has a plan in, and it's been helping us. And it's been better, and it will continue to get better. How do you address those things in a practice scenario? You know, we we practice really fast, and Coach slowed it down a little bit for a week and a half. And it really helped us execute and – it's we've sped it back up so you know we took that we gained, learned from it and then we're we're going from there this may be a dumb question but if, oh, no. if, if you were to have uh, your ideal turnovers is there is there one 
that you would have versus the other? Yeah, uh, zero turnovers. <laughs> <laughs> Dead ball turnovers you can guard. So that would okay. be better if you're picking. Terry Nashif with us in Studio B. You've already mentioned turnovers. There, is there any other specific area that you're like, yeah, we really need to get better in this area? Uh, maybe free throw shooting would come to mind. Um, and so uh, we're working on that. We've got our guys shooting. We've got uh, Dr. Manning working with individuals. And, you know, a lot of oh, things are – Dr. Manning. Yeah, he's yes. a great guy. Oh, absolutely. So, it's, yeah. a psychology, yeah. it's a psychological he's, war out there. Yeah, yeah I think uh, everyone shoots a little bit better in their driveway or at home than they may, you know – yeah. On TV in a big game, so yeah, think about your makeup and sweat coming down. You yeah, know, is the whole this, deal is this messing my makeup up, and yeah, exactly. I, I, I get it, Terry. You never disappoint, my friend. <laughs> it's good to see you guys. Both in wardrobe. Good to be here. Good to be here. By default, do I get the shirt then? For the I was going to have you guys compete, but like you know, we talked about. Rain I couldn't scared. find. I couldn't find a competition that would work. So Rain got scared. Yeah, yeah. So that means I, I just automatically get the absolutely, shirt, right? yeah. absolutely. Okay. Uh, I need a uh, slim fit medium. Slim fit medium. <laughs> Yeah, all right. I like to show the gun. Medium. Yeah, you could say medium. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I like to call okay. it slim fit medium. Though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Or you can give me an extra large for uh, kids in the kids section. Okay. That work too. All right. Maybe two X. Yeah. Brian, <laughs> you, you should stop talking. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot going on right now. I feel like there's a conversation and we're not a part of it. Let me know Why? when you decide. I was trying to figure out how. It's Let me know when you decide. Look at my biceps. That's all. Let me know when you decide. I was trying to figure out if I wanted the full cuff or the circulation gone look. You know, I was excited. Terry, we want you to sign the flag stretch wide before you go. Again, great to have you with us. Up next, BYU women's basketball coach Jeff Judkins. His team just pulled off one of the biggest upsets in his tenure at BYU. How did they do it? BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Brian Logan live from Studio B. If you ever miss an episode of this show live, you can watch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. Tomorrow night, BYU Hoops returns to the Marriott Center as the Cougars host in-state rival Utah State at 9 p.m. Eastern. That game will be broadcast live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. It's that time again. Jamming with Juddy, Jeff Judkins, former NBA player, All-American, and now current BYU women's basketball coach back in Studio B. Juddy, good to have you with us. Good to be here, Spencer. First Enjoy of all, this. congratulations on winning the Tom Weston Invitational. What a trip to Hawaii culminated with beating the number 12 team in the country, Texas A&M. How in the world did you pull that off? Um, we really played probably one of our best games. I thought our team executed the game plan perfectly. And uh, whatever reason, we seem to play pretty well over there. We've only lost one game, I think, in six years. And that was last year against Oregon State, and we probably should have won that game. And so I, I think we get as a team, we get together for a week. We spend a lot of time together. We, we really focus on basketball and, you know, schoolwork, of course, studying during the, the times. But it's a good opportunity for us to really, I just think, work on things that we need to as a, as a team. And um, they always play well over there. I don't know what, what it is, but it's been, it's, been a, it, it's been a great experience for us. Home away from home then, Hawaii? Well, it's, it's, it is one of our home games. We kind of take it that way. Um, but I just, I don't know. It's a good timing because of Christmas around the world. For us, to, you know, we can't really play and practice in the, in the Marriott Center. So, yeah, it's good for us to get away. And um, BYU, Hawaii is very, I mean, they're, they take care of us. I mean, they're really nice and they make it, they make it pleasant for our players and, 
Um, and we tried to get good teams, you know. But we were excited to get Texas A&M there. It was hard to do it. Now we're probably going to have a harder time because <laughs> we beat them. Hey, and, come play yeah. us in Hawaii. Yeah, it's not us. a big deal. Yeah. But um, Coach Blair is a good friend of mine, and he said, hey, he really enjoyed it. He said, this part of the island is so much nicer than the crowded Honolulu. Kind of relax and get his team. So we, we were excited about it. A great tournament. You know, something that was interesting that you said was, um, you know, I think something that helped our team out was the, the, the lack of distractions were there together as a team, um, closer time. Do you think that's something that you can implement here um, limiting a little bit more of those distractions. I always felt when I when I played, um, I played better with the players that I had a relationship, you know, off the off the. Correct. Field. You know, Brian, I think football tries to do it with staying in a hotel the night before the game. It's hard. It's hard at home, and not because you don't want to do it. Is that they have school, they have other obligations, they have church callings, they have all these things that they're doing. And um, you just can't always get them in that environment where when you're on the road, there's really kind of the team and whatever else that, that you know, that you're doing. And um, that's why you see a lot of teams in basketball more than football. They try to go on a road trip and try to go on like a long road trip. Like Dave's doing it during Christmas. It just didn't work out that he had an opportunity to go maybe earlier a lot of them go to that Maui tournament. Mm-hmm. That's one of the big tournaments that a lot of schools. I think it's a great opportunity for your team to kind of get together and really, really do that. And we've been lucky. We've been able to to do it that that week and and really have some some really good opportunities for us to get to know each other better. RPI is a constant battle when you're trying to put together an NCAA tournament resume. Beating 12th-ranked Texas A&M is a huge shot in the arm, at least to the people that that look at this and when it comes time to pick teams at large of getting into the tournament. So how much does a win like that mean this early in the season to your NCAA tournament resume? Well, I I think what you said, it it, it, they they look at how many teams you beat and what teams you beat and where you beat them. And beating a top-20 team, which I think they'll stay in the top-20. I can't see them dropping uh, beat, beating them and then losing to a good Oklahoma team who hopefully will continue to, to win and do well in the in Big 12. And I think Colorado State will win win the Mountain West. I think they're favored to win that. So And then Georgia, right now, they've, they're playing very well. They beat Seton Hall the other day, who's ranked 22nd, killed them. So hopefully Georgia, they've got a very veteran team. I didn't realize when we scheduled them they had two five-year seniors and <laughs> – <laughs> you know, and and we probably should have won that game. We we lost Orton. She hurt her knee and she didn't play. And we got in early foul trouble and it kind of cost us. But those losses um, aren't going to hurt you as bad. But you got to be careful because you win a great game and if you get stumbled and you lose a game that you shouldn't lose, it hurts you. So um, we've got to really focus on that. We've got a real tough game at Weber State. They're six and one, playing very well. They won their tournament over the weekend. Um, it's hard to play up there. I'm sure Dave would say the same thing. It's tough to play Weber State up there. It's a it's a different situation with the fans and the way the arena is. So we're going to have our hands full Thursday night. What do you say to to your your team coming off a, a win like that, heading into um, a, another game? How do you get them to to stay even keel and focus on the next the next task? Well, what you hope is that your veterans understand that it's one game and that 
win or lose, it's one game and you have to move on and you have to continue to get better. You know, we enjoyed it. I mean, I think when you play well and you do a great job, you should enjoy the victory. Absolutely. And then yesterday we came in and uh, we watched the game, the whole, you know, almost the whole game, and so they could see the positive things that we did. And you try to take those in, into your practice. Uh, yesterday we didn't do a lot. We did kind of up and down work because they were a little bit tired. But today we got to prepare for Weber State, and hopefully we can take the positive things that we did and continue to get better at it and and, uh, and do it. I, I think when Lexi is playing, last Saturday was her best game that I think she's played in her career, defensively and offensively. Um, Kalani is, I mean, what do you say? The girl's finally starting to figure out what's going on with our team. Kalani Purcell is like Kyle Collinsworth for BYU Correct. Hoops. She's She's come every game, she's one or two assists away from it. Okay, she's close. Triple double watch yes, every game. Yeah, she's and Kylie's playing really well right now defensively. McKenzie, I, I, McKenzie is a scoring for us. I mean, she took their best player out of the game, uh, Texas A&M. The girl was six foot, and she is locked into her. Jasmine, my freshman, is getting now good time, and she's playing very well. She came in and played excellent against Texas A&M. She has to play more consistent. You're talking, Brian. Yeah. That's where she's got to learn to be more consistent. Uh, my bench is solid. Cassie Broadhead has come in and given us a big spark. Fuller, uh, you know, Nilsson now, she's married. She's, she's given us a good spark. Amanda Weymouth has come in and, and done her role, coming in defensively. And she made two key baskets early in that game. And, uh, you know, I'm getting Hanks getting better. So our whole team's just starting to come together, and this is what preseason's all about. Jamming with Juddy, Jeff Judkins on BYU Sports Nation. We'll end with this. BYU-Utah in the Las Vegas Bowl. Bronco Mendenhall's swan song shot at win number 100. Given your background with both the University of Utah and current ties to BYU now, what is, what is this dynamic like for you? <laughs> well, I kind of got mixed feelings because my brother last night was pretty mad that Utah – He's a big Utah fan. They got put into that bowl, and he thought they deserved better because they were nine and three, and they, they tied. and And I agree with them. You know, they tied for first, and what happened to have this matchup is, I think, a football wonderful treat. You know, because <laughs> because I think you know I've wanted them to play all the time anyway. So uh, to do this, I think, is great. Um, now with Broncos' situation, it's even made it probably more. For the BYU side of it, where it's, it means a lot more, probably. Um, I wish they played in a bigger venue because you just said it's sold out, mm-hmm. and I've got everybody in the world calling me trying to see if I can get them tickets. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> you know, and and I wish it was a bigger place. I wish it was like in a nicer, you know, arena so that more more uh, people could go to this game. But it should be a great matchup. Uh, uh, Utah had a great season this year. So did BYU. Both nine and three, and uh, it it should be a lot of fun. Juddy, great to have you with us. Weber State Thursday at home to Utah in the Marriott Center on Saturday. Yeah, two o'clock. We need to get a good crowd, so get there. Be there to support the ladies after what we feel will be a good win against Weber State. We hope. I mean, if our team comes out and plays like we can, we we should be able to do it. I'm projecting. Okay. (laughs) That's what I do. With the generous support of the Cougar Club, BYU 623 student-athletes are role models, leaders, graduates, and champions. Be willing to help them succeed with your donation, and welcome to the club. Juddy, please sign our stretch-wide flag. 
I've already signed that. They keep signing. We have it a new one. Oh, yes, new one. Okay. Yeah. I handed the pen. He was like, "What do you want me to do we with this thing?" Stay with us. The latest BYU head coaching news up next. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. As the BYU head coaching search continues, FootballScoop.com reports that BYU administration is strongly considering Navy coach Ken Niamatololo. The report cites sources within the coaching profession and calls the attraction between BYU and Niamatololo both neutral and obvious. The Las Vegas Bowl announced yesterday that general public tickets for the December 19th game um, is sold out. Men's basketball. BYU men's hoops back home tomorrow hosting in-state rival Utah State. That game will air live on BYU TV and BYU Radio starting at 9 p.m. Eastern. Golf. BYU golf head coach Bruce Broadpink was inducted in the Golf Coaches Association of America Hall of Fame last night in Las Vegas. Congrats, coach. Volleyball. BYU outside hitter Alexa Gray and middle blocker Amy Boswell were both named to the ABCA All-Pacific South Region first team today. Congratulations, I'm sure, what will be the first of many postseason awards to come for both of those great players. Yes. Future guests on the show include Utah head coach Kyle Whittingham. What? I repeat, future guests... Kyle Whittingham. What? Vegas Bowl director John Sassenti and Fox Sports Stuart Mandel. It's that type of week, people. Mm. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Who deserves the Rise and Shout, Brian? Who deserves it? Who deserves it? Maybe, uh, can we do like Coach, is it too early to do Coach Whittingham for <laughs> having the guts to come on this show? <laughs> to, to, come, to come on? Uh, maybe. I'm is, that, get... is, that like, is that too bad? Is that bad to do that? To give like somebody in that program a it's shout up, out? It's up for debate. I'm going to give it to BYU Women's Hoops and Jeff Judkins for knocking out Texas a Okay, okay, yeah. Let's, thought that was that's, fantastic. That's good. Who's your ideal choice as the next BYU head coach? Use the hashtag BYUSN to chime in our elite tweet of the day. From 86 Wisconsin Coop. Reed, Holmgren, Billick, Detmer, Ottawa, 2J. <laughs> Hire Brian Logan as coach of the DBs. Uh, there's, a, there's a height uh, requirement. you got to be 5'7". <laughs> Thanks to all of our guests. Show on demand, BYUSN.com. For Brian, I'm Spencer. We're back to work tomorrow at noon Eastern.